Welcome to, Fortnite Report, a ground-level, grassroots source for information that the people should know, but the mainstream media, somehow missed. It was once said, that if you can't do something smart, do something right. Fortnite Report is about doing what is right. And now to our host. And welcome to Fortnite Reports. So, today is July 4th. 2023, July 4th, Independence Day for America, United States. So, some interesting stuff. Uh, first thing I want to point out, and it's not really new news. This happened back in August of 2022, so this happened a little over a year ago. Uh, but apparently, the federal government targeted an arm <laughs> Amish farm and raided them with armed agents and whatever else they go in fully loaded for bear to shut down an Amish farm um, to stop them from selling meat and produce that was grown naturally, no... GMOs, no genetically modified organisms, no chemicals, no vaccines, nothing like this. It was just good, honest, wholesome food being sold by this Amish, 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 Amish farm. Um, I guess the problem was that as long as the Amish only sell to the Amish, the government doesn't care. But once they start selling to other people outside the Amish community, I guess then the government wants to get their piece of the pie. They want to have their grubby little fingerprints all over it with rules and regulations and FDA this and DDA that and whatever. So they went in and raided this, comp this farm, whacked them with 300000 in fines, and did their best to shut them down. Um, the Amish, of, of all people, of all, all the threats in this country, an Amish farmer selling his produce and meat to his neighbors draws federal attention. Like I said, this was a year ago, sorry it's not current news, but I think it just, uh, especially on today, July 4th, it should just scream how utterly absurd and wrong and overreaching the federal government is becoming on all kinds of things. So, little little tidbit to start us out. Next thing, releasing this week. Uh, I don't know if it released today or if it releases Friday, but there's a movie called The Sound of Freedom. And it is a drama, documentary, drama, dramatized documentary, however you want to look at it, on child trafficking. And from what I understand, it is very realistic and very factual. Um, worth, worth a look if you can stomach that kind of thing. Um, very eye-opening, um, very, very eye-opening to to let people know that this is going on so with that being said child trafficking is a 
152 billion 152 billion dollar a year enterprise 152 billion and to give you a little more perspective on that to the best of our records that we can find since the pandemic there have been at least 230,000 children missing from school districts these are children that have never returned to school they might still be being homeschooled uh, but school districts have lost track of count of in touch of in touch with 230,000 children nationwide 85,000 I think I mentioned this in the previous broadcast 85,000 children are missing from the border these are unaccompanied minors that were allowed to cross and the federal government has just lost lost tabs on them lost track of them can't find them uh, with that we are so concerned about the war in Ukraine but I haven't heard a lot of news about the 60,000 60,000 children missing from Ukraine just gone and nothing gives you cover like a war to just vanish people and no one ask or look for the reasons of the why fours or the where are they. So just those three numbers, just those three numbers are just shy, just shy of a half a million children gone lost track of don't know where they are could be in a mine could be on a farm could be in a factory could be in a home studio making all kinds of movies that they shouldn't be could be part of a sex traffic ring where these children are pimped out and abused for whatever, however many few years they can get before these children are used up and killed. Killed. Because no one's looking for them. Uh, the 85,000 across the border, there are no records of these. These are undocumented, literally undocumented, untraceable children. Children missing from school districts. Who knows? School districts lost touch. No one's followed up, to my knowledge, from what I can find, from what I can research. And 60,000 children missing from Ukraine. Again, undocumented children just gone. Just gone. If, if, this, is not, if this is not something that bothers you, you, you probably shouldn't be listening to this program. Um, it's... It's utterly unacceptable. It's bad enough we've got undocumented people by the hundreds of thousands crossing the border, by the millions crossing the border. But when we start losing children and we know the cartels are trafficking 
with humans and children specifically for for labor for sex for for whatever illicit purposes and they are just gone and no one seems to give a rat's ass about it so if you're not familiar with Fortnite report I jump around I talk about things that I find that I don't think anyone's really talking about or thinking about or forgotten about and there's no set order to the things I talk about just little facts that pop up that I think we should stay on top of so I believe last last broadcast I talked about the fact that the FDA has approved lab-grown meat for consumption. And they're starting with chickens. So they're starting with chickens for a reason. Maybe chickens are easy to grow. But to add a little perspective on this, there has been, in the last 13, 14, 15 months, 16 months, 60 million 60 million chickens dead from disease and or destruction. So disease, there was reports of a brand new uh, F1N1, N1, H1, F1 swine, or uh, yeah, swine flu. Yeah, not, not the pigs. The uh, avian flu uh, has cropped up and is taking... Uh, killing chickens left and right. Uh, if that's not enough, we have planes crashing uh, into uh, large chicken farms that house 60,000, 100,000, 200,000 chickens, and they all go up up, up in a giant barbecue uh, with no barbecue sauce. Um, that's just the chickens. There are other food processing plants, meat processing plants, uh, if I remember this story way back a little bit, probably in the last year, uh, found, I don't know, umpteen thousand cows just dead, just died. Just died where they were, dead cows. Um, but thank God, thank God we have lab-grown meat to replace these, these real animals uh, for us to eat and have food going forward. Aren't we, aren't we just effing lucky? Uh, for those that may not have seen this, and I know until I picked it up and really started to look at it, uh, there wasn't a lot of mainstream media, and I still don't think there is, but France, and France has a lot of mostly peaceful protesting going on, uh, in their country. Um, and if you look at the news articles and you look at the information it is making out of France, uh, it kind of makes our summer of 2020 uh, look like it's on steroids. Uh, now, from what I can figure, from what I can get from news stories, uh, there was a 17-year-old uh, Muslim boy that was killed by police during, a, I guess, a traffic stop. I don't know. Um, but basically, police shot and killed the 17-year-old boy, and it set the Muslim community on fire. So to correlate that to 2020, uh, the 17-year-old is basically George Floyd. Um, but I don't think he was criminal. I don't think he did. 
I don't think he did anything wrong specifically. I could be wrong. Uh, but from the sounds of it, uh, it sounds like a cop guy a little trigger happy, a little nervous, a little scared, and gunned this kid down for no real reason that's legitimate. Uh, but it has set off the Muslim community uh, through the Muslim Lives Matter type protest going on in France because a lot of the protesters are first and second generation immigrants that are driving this protest. And this is what happens. This is what happens when unchecked immigration hits your country like it is hitting the United States right now. These are Muslim immigrants that just kind of poured into France and it was it was a story before this that, that a lot of areas uh, in England and France and Europe have become Muslim only areas within that country uh, non-Muslims will not go into those areas non-Muslim police will not go into those areas um, so I think this is all tied in together um, keep in mind France has some pretty pretty strict gun laws uh, as far as they they don't have a Second Amendment, uh, they don't have you know some some laws to help out their citizens. So basically, if you're French and you're not Muslim, one you've got no chance to protect yourself, but two, but two, uh, these these protesters, these mostly peaceful protesters have armed themselves with all kinds of things. Uh, one video shows one of these mostly peaceful protesters uh, with a belt-fed <laughs> submachine gun. This is mil this is this is truly military issue, uh, what he had. Uh, they're burning, they're looting, they're destroying. Again, if you can imagine uh, the summer of 2020 here in the United States, uh, inject some steroids into that, and that's what you got going on in France right now with their population. Um, it's crazy. And it's crazy to think that it won't come here. Uh, we had our own taste of it two years ago, three years ago, uh, in 2020, after George Floyd's death and the riots that went on there. Uh, but I think this is more. I think this is more, more politically driven uh, as far as we're here and we're here to stay and we're tired of your laws. So, uh, kind of a dual message here, I think. Uh, one, um, if you are a law-abiding citizen in France, you are quite possibly in danger, especially if you're non-Muslim. Um, and two, uh, unchecked immigration uh, does have consequences. And I've got some other stuff coming up later on in the report that will tie into that. So, uh, pray for France. Uh, but right now they've got, they've got some issues going on over there. Um, there have been reported malaria breakouts in the states of Florida and Texas. Uh, this is, this is the first time they've had these kind of outbreaks in 20 years. Uh, a couple things that are interesting about that are one, uh, a few years back, uh, Bill Gates, our friend, our pal, our savior, uh, created some genetically modified organisms, GMO mosquitoes. And the intent was to turn the GMO mosquitoes loose 
in areas where regular mosquitoes were, and the GMOs would kill the regular mosquitoes and make everyone happy. Um, he had selected Florida and Texas to start to release these mosquitoes and have them do their part to control the mosquito population. Uh, oddly enough, now Florida and Texas is having malaria outbreaks. But again, again, thank God, thank God for Bill Gates. Uh, he does have a malaria vaccine ready to go for people to use. Um, again, it's, it's funny because one of the things during COVID that was recommended to use was hydrochloro something. There was a mosquito medicine, a malaria medicine, that was also used during COVID, and they said that would not work, it was not supposed to be used, and come to find out, it was probably one of the better things we could have used at the time, despite what the science was telling us. So, keep an eye on Florida, keep an eye on Texas. Uh, if you have a large mosquito population where you are, keep an eye in your areas to just make sure malaria doesn't outbreak in your hometown. Uh, brand new news from the science and the professionals in science that says 16.5 million. 16.5 million people are at risk of stroke if they exercise too hard. I think I fall into that category and I could have told you that without ever having to talk to one of these professional science people that if I exercise too hard there's a good chance I'm going to stroke out. Um, but keep that in mind that too, too hard exercise, too much exercise uh, is risking the lives of 16.5 million of us. Oh, on other fronts, the global climate change. I won't call it climate warming, climate cooling, uh, but climate change because they call it global warming and then it cools down and then they call it global cooling and it warms up and it's just easier to give it a generic thing like climate change. Um, that's like saying, you know, daytime and nighttime. Um, those things happen. But anyways, the White House, the White House who brought you the COVID debacle of uh, 2020, 2021, 2022, is now looking to find ways to block the sun's radiation from making it to the planet in order to cool the planet down. They're going to find ways to block the sun's radiation from making it to the planet to cool it down. Um, let that sink in because I don't know I, I don't know what the exact plan is. And again, part of the thing with Fortnite report is you guys need to do some of your own research. But I'm thinking that if you block some of the radiation you're probably going to be, and, and the way they're going to do it, you're going to be blocking more than just the heat radiation. You might be blocking radiation that makes things grow, like sunlight and things along those lines. Um, 
let's hope in their in their attempt to cool the planet they don't uh, kill the crops but hey I'm sure they've got some lab somewhere making lab grown bread where we don't need grain anymore or corn or anything we just we're just gonna grow stuff in labs and be done with it uh, as a side humorous note uh, Donald Trump may no longer be president Donald Trump may have some legal issues and Donald Trump may or may not be the next president of the United States but right now right now Donald Trump sits on the fireboard of a small Oregon town where they had a write-in because they didn't like their candidates so someone started a Donald Trump write-in for the fireboard and son of a bitch he won so if nothing else Donald Trump is now part of the fireboard in a small Oregon town uh, that felt his leadership is what they need. So it's not a total loss. There was no election fraud. There were no ballots that were snuck in. Uh, this is a pretty clear-cut writing campaign where they wrote down Donald Trump and turned his name in, and he won. he won a spot on the fireboard. Too funny. Too, too fucking funny. Uh, Greta Thomberg. 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 Uh, if you don't remember Greta, she was, let's see, it was a few years back, so she must have been whatever, 12, 13 years old, uh, little, little European girl who captured the world by storm when she let us know that by this time now, we were all going to be dead because of climate change. Uh, well, they've now elevated her to world leader. And Greta Thunberg, uh, as a world leader, met with the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, uh, to chat with him about, I would assume, climate change and how the war is bad for climate change. But now Greta Thunberg is a world leader at age whatever. 16, 17, 15, whatever. Um, just just insane, the things these people do. Uh, New York City. New York City um, has... This is off, off, off script now. New York City has declared war on wood and coal fire pizza ovens. Wood and coal fire pizza ovens are contributing too much to climate change <clears throat> so New York City is shutting them down uh, if this isn't enough to make the Italians mad I think also this is uh, bled over to some of the Jewish bakeries and it'll have to shut those down as well so this might actually be an anti-Semitic law uh, cutting into uh, the Hebrew nation locally making food and bread uh, for their people. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, also, New York City, because there isn't enough to worry about with our children, with math and science and reading and writing and arithmetic, uh, New York City will spend time and money, spend time and money to teach students how to breathe. To teach students how to breathe. Um, start homeschooling your kids or look at forming a cooperative 
or something because this is just effing ridiculous. Uh, first it was the pride, first it was the sex, and now um, if we can't waste our time uh, on teaching them sex, we're going to teach them how to breathe, breathe instead. So just, just goddamn ridiculous if you ask me. So, going back to the France story, um, there's at least one, and I'm sure there might be others. There is a military-style encampment in Eagle Pass, Texas. I want to say, I'm pretty sure it was Texas. Uh, that houses, that is to house young males of military age crossing the border. And the reports that we're getting, and they are, you know, citizen reporters. This is not MSNBC. This is not CBS. This is local people that are seeing this, witnessing it. That young males of military age that appear to be unattached to anyone in particular are being directed to specific buses. They say they're white buses, so they can be identified. And taken to this military encampment uh, for whatever purpose. Uh, it sounds to me, sounds to me, uh, quite possibly, uh, if this is not our government doing this, um, the question is who, and if it is our government doing this, the question is why. Why are you starting to create a military presence where none existed before with non-citizens, illegal immigrants? Um, a lot of this is very, very peculiar, very strange. Uh, side note, safety note, PSA. PSA from Fortnite Report. Uh, anymore because of bathrooms no longer being gender specific. And anyone can be in them anytime as long as they identify uh, with a reason to be in there. Um... To parents with children, I would say, parents with children from 17 on down, to be honest truth. Uh, escort your children to the restroom. Uh, make sure the restroom is clear. And once they go in, stand watch at the door to make sure your children are able to use the facility uh, and not be bothered, harassed, molested, assaulted, uh in the process. It sounds extreme. I know. God, I know it sounds extreme. But this is where we're at. July of 2023. We need to escort our children. To a bathroom. Do a room clear. Make sure the bathroom is empty. Or at least doesn't have anyone in there. It's not supposed to be in there. And then stand guard. While your child is in the restroom using it. Crazy. Uh, side note, and this is again not, not current current news, but I don't know if anyone else talked about this. Angela Davis, and some of my listeners may not know who Angela Davis is. Angela Davis was huge, huge, huge in the 60s, 70s uh, with civil rights. And she is still huge now, preaching reparations and things along this. Uh... With the, with the new use, the continued use of DNA and things like this, it has been determined scientifically 
that Angela Davis, <laughs> at least one of Angela Davis's relatives, ancestors, was a passenger on the Mayflower. If you don't know what the Mayflower is, um, I'm sorry that you were educated in one of our systems. Uh, look it up, Google it. Um, I, I am guessing that there weren't a whole lot of African-Americans or Africans, I guess. I, went, I guess they weren't Americans yet. A whole lot of Africans on the Mayflower. Uh, they barely had enough room for the white folk that were on there. Um, but Angela Davis, one of her ancestors was from the Mayflower. And her other ancestor was a slave owner later on in life. Um, and this woman is preaching and talking about the evils. And she, her, her relatives that she wants reparations for were actually the ones that should be paying the reparations. So that's a little side note. Uh, I believe my last episode we talked about the Supreme Court rulings. I think that's when I made my last broadcast. Uh, affirmative action has been struck down. Uh, the other thing that was struck down was the uh, bailout for student loans. Um, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't legally able to stay underneath the Heroes Act which was designed to give relief to our frontline first responders during, during the COVID, COVID, uh, COVID years. Um, so the Biden administration quickly sh shifted gears and now is trying to put the tuition forgiveness under the Higher Education Act that's out there. And I need to read up more on this. Um, plus, they will put an additional timeline to start paying the loans back of up to 12 months, a, a, a ramp up payment program. So I don't know what that means. They haven't been paying on their student loans since COVID. Uh, he's going to give another 12 months. Um, now, not sure how the whole loan halt suspension was, but I know anytime my wife was given uh, permission to hold off on paying her loans for whatever reason, uh, they were fine doing that, but they kept racking up the interest daily on her loan. Um, which is why my wife's student loan, which was probably $30,000 back in the day, uh, because of deferrals and things like this, for one reason or another, uh, her loans are in excess of 120, 130, 140,000. So, uh, to all you that are thinking, hey, I don't have to pay my loans this month, lucky me, um, I would find out if they're still racking up interest um, because a loan that you had that you thought was a certain amount, uh, if they've been racking up interest for the last one, two, three years, uh, even though you haven't been having to making the payments, they will keep adding interest. Your loan may be astronomical at this point, and quite frankly, uh, I don't know what kind of forgiveness they're going to give you, but it may not even make a dent in what you actually own these student loan companies now. 
Uh, and the last thing I'm going to hit on, and this was kind of a humorous note. Uh, everyone, I think, again, I think I covered this last show. Uh, Hunter Biden was, was uh, came to a plea deal. Came to a plea deal on his tax evasion and his gun charge. Uh, there were no charges with drugs at this point that I'm aware of. But, but, uh, the White House was evacuated this week after the discovery of white powder in the residence. So there was white powder discovered in the residence. So, but not to worry. Not to worry. It was only cocaine. And it wasn't anthrax. Because God forbid it be anthrax. But luckily for the Bidens and the White House, it was only cocaine. But yet it was enough to cause uh, the White House to be shut down, evacuated, uh, bring in specialists to, you know, suit up and go get the white powder and run it through tests. And so I'm not saying cocaine's never been in the White House before, um, but it just seems oddly humorous that uh, Biden was probably there all weekend. There was a dinner. There was a state dinner earlier in the week. Um, and someone stumbled across white powder that they thought might be anthrax. Uh, but it was actually cocaine, so we're all good. You know, as long as they're not finding anthrax in the White House, it's just cocaine. Hey, we're in good shape. No problem. Nothing to see here. So, I will say this again. Uh, Fortnite Report, I'm trying to, we try to bring out news stories that are getting missed, they are getting forgotten, uh, that have relevance to what things are going on. Uh, I will not sit here and go into long detail, hours and hours of chat. Uh, most broadcasts are 20, 30 minutes. Um, but go back, take a look. Don't, for God's sake, don't believe, don't trust what I'm saying to you. Get in there and dig it out for yourself. Uh, you can start with Google. But a lot of the Google's algorithms uh, tend to hide the truth. Uh, DuckDuckGo is a more reliable source. Or any other browser you might use. Um, but if you're Googling any of these topics and you're not finding anything in your, in your Google, in your search, uh, you might want to switch your browsers to find something else. So this is Fortnite Report. We are part of the Let's Talk It All network, www.letstalkitall.com. Uh, emails are welcome. You can go right to the website, and there is the opportunity to email us from there. And if you have questions, concerns, comments, I would love to hear them. But, again, happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July. Have a great summer. Uh, and stay tuned for more information that you may or may not have missed in the future.